Are we on? Yeah, we're we're on. Hey guys, welcome to Off the Water. I'm your host, Darth Yacker. Got Tyler Caldwell and uh <laughs> joining us live from Mississippi, uh Jessica Bryant. Uh she's with the uh, Mississippi Kayak Club. She's gonna be talking to us tonight. We're also gonna have Steve Roberts on hopefully a little bit. We had some um some technical difficulties. Uh Jessica lives in what she describes, uh, self-described, quote, sticks. So um, apparently her internet's a little slower out there. You know, us here in the, the big city yeah. folk of Metairie and uh, Tyler, are you in Albany or not Albany? I always, always get him confused. <laughs> Albany. Yeah, he's in Albany. So apparently Albany's got better Wi-Fi for some reason than the whole state of Mississippi. I, I don't understand it. But um, so we have one choice out here is, it is AT&T and it is one step above dial-up. There you go. One step above dial up. That's what you get. And they say Louisiana is the 50th ranked state in the nation. I don't, I don't understand that, but uh, apparently we have high speed internet is about all we got going for us. So uh, we got a lot to talk about tonight. Um, Jessica's on. She's going to be talking a little bit about the Mississippi kayak club and talking about some of the speckled trout fishing been going down there. They had a tournament this past weekend, uh, spanking the specs. I think it was, uh, yes. and I know they, they had some nice trout caught over there. We'll go through some of that. It really caught my eye. It was, I know it was a three fish stringer and I saw some nice trout brought in. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, from what I hear, the trout fishing along the coast, you know, outside of Louisiana has been, been real hot. I mean, uh, I've seen some big trout coming, coming in on the, uh, on the club website, uh, on the Facebook page recently. I want to talk a little bit about that. Uh, Steve Roberts is uh, hopefully going to join us. He is having some other technical issues, which is another reason for the delay, but we are working on that. Tyler's working behind the scenes, uh, in a frantic manner to try to get it all together. Again, he had one job, and that was to make sure all of our guests could appear. And um, he's batting 50% right now, but he's working on it. I'm confident we're going to have Steve on shortly. So um, before we get to Jessica, though, we have got a lot going on. Um, I, I mean, today was a really good day, Tyler. Today was a good day in Louisiana. If you're from Louisiana, today was a good day. I mean, not only... Did LSU beat Bama this weekend, which was huge. I mean, first time in eight years. Um, that was great. I'm sure everybody here in the state was I'm sure you guys in Mississippi were rooting for LSU to beat Bama, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know it's LSU. And <laughs> me me and, and the majority of my family were. And the majority of family, but you have to root Some against them. Roll the tide. Some <laughs> of them some of them be rolling the laundry detergent. Right, right, right. So that that was good. Uh, I saw the college football poll just came out. Um, LSU's number one. I mean, you know, you only have to beat four top ten teams to be ranked number one these days. But that's good for LSU. Uh, Georgia fourth, and I think Alabama's currently fifth right now. But um, what what a great what a great win. Uh, Disney Plus came out today. I don't know if any guys are, are any streaming people, but I I actually went out and got stuff to stream just so I could get Disney plus cause the new star Wars series, the Mandalorians out there today. So I was pretty excited about that. Now I've got streaming crap in all my house sucking on my bandwidth. And so probably Tyler, that's probably the problem tonight is that I'm sucking up all the bandwidth over here. Yeah. You're streaming too much stuff to all your other TVs. I'm streaming an 8k now. Like I've got 8k being streamed over here. I know it's taking up 200, whatever gigabytes, terabytes, whatever it is. So uh, that we got that going on. Um, Fishing's been good lately in Louisiana. Um, this front today screwed things up, I'm sure. Uh, but I actually got to go out 
um, what's today? Tuesday, Thursday. I went out Thursday with uh, Benjamin Day, and um, he was actually a little under weather, but he uh, he was really looking forward to going, and so he made it out there, and we went out to uh, Lake Hermitage. And I said, look, man, this weather looks nice. There's a front coming through. Let's let's try to go see if we can catch some specs. We went out and I think we, we each caught our limited specs right there in the lake. I mean, we literally went right into the lake, uh, hung a right, went along the shoreline um, all the way down, probably, probably about half a mile down the shoreline, fishing 20, 30 yards off the bank. And we were, I mean, we were catching them. Um, we, we tried top water early. Uh, they really didn't want the top water early, so we we switched over to uh, plastic under a cork, and it was great. We got out there. We didn't get out there early either. We got there about seven, started fishing about seven thirty, and um, it was foggy. We could we were hugging the bank because it's foggy. We couldn't see. We could hear people in a boat talking. But we couldn't see them. So I was telling Ben, I say, hey, look, stay a little close to the bank because we don't want boats running around here in the fog and, you know, running over us or anything. So we hung out over there to the fog lifted a little bit and actually saw the boat. Eventually they were catching some fish. We were, we were certainly on them and um, they were mixed 13, 14s right there. And I said, look, let's, let's move down a little bit, see if we can find some bigger trout. He, um, he had never caught a trout on top water. So we sat out there, he started throwing them kind of give him a little intro, you know, into, uh, to, 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 um, you know, walking the dog and everything and boom, you know it, he, uh, he hooks up, he was pretty pumped, had a 14 or 15 inch spec on a top water. Uh, he was pretty pumped about that. And, um, of course he's, he's grabbing them and he's trying to take out the, the, the hooks with his hand. And I tell us, man, you need pliers for that. You do not want to mess with two sets of treble hooks. Um, and, uh, you know, with trouts flashing around and flopping around in your kayak. So, he, uh, we, we ended up going a little bit further down the bank. Uh, the biggest trout we caught, I think I caught a, a one that was about three pounds. It was a solid trout. We had, uh, we had a lot of fun. We went back around, fished about noon, one o'clock and the fish, um, we, we were pretty close to our limit. I stopped counting. I was keeping some for a fish fry for this weekend. I normally don't keep uh, that many fish anymore. It was funny. We're coming into the canal, Tyler, where the camps are at. And uh, literally right when we pull in, that tide starts moving. There are birds diving in the canal in front of the camps by the launch, by Bayou Law Cabins. So I, t- I tell Ben, I said, man, throw over there. Just, you know, for giggles, let's see what's going on over there. I mean, as soon as it hit the water, trout are hitting the cork. I mean, you could throw anything over there. They were just popping it. So we had some fun with that. Boat was coming down. We, we kind of let them in on the game and told them, hey, look, we're going in. Y'all go check it out. There's plenty of trout over here. So we went in and um, both of us had a real nice bag of trout. I think I had one nice redfish hit on top water. Uh, when, uh, when Ben saw it, he said he, it looked like one of them sharks. This, this redfish was aggressive. He came out the water, hit that top water, looked like one of those great white sharks hitting the baby seals, you know, when they, when they knock him out the water. So uh, we had a good time with that. He came home and uh, cleaned some fish. And, uh, and, and we both had a good time and a great weekend this weekend. So, you know, if you want to know, if you're looking for some trout right now, let this front get through, let that water start warming up a little bit, you know, maybe by this weekend, the, uh, the trout fish will start picking back up. It seems like the trout are just everywhere right now. Just seeing people post pictures online. I know my boss went to, um, Hopedale this past weekend in his boat. And I mean, he was fishing a half a mile from the from the marina and uh, i mean right in kayak range and just tearing up the trout and said numerous boats and kayaks right there in the same area so yeah 
That's true. Um, I've had uh, a couple people I know went to Golden Meadow and fish Catfish Lake and did real well on the trout as well. Uh, so they're, they're, they're definitely in Golden Meadow. And really what's, what's real nice, I've heard from two separate sets of people that uh, they're in the lake too, Lake Pontchartrain at the Trestles. They've caught some real nice trout at the Trestles. Apparently that, that spillway after it's been clearing it up, uh, the trout are already coming back in. Again, it's going to be messed up a little bit with this wind. You're really going to need to pick your days if you're going to fish the lake. But if you can get out there and that water's clear, you're going to catch some nice trout out there right now. So um, if you're not sure what to fish with, if you ever want to fish the lake, uh, there's a couple of different options. Uh, my advice is to go over and see Anthony over at uh, Puglia's, and he will set you up. Uh, he's got a certain rig that he likes to use for um, for for trolling out there, which is great in a kayak. Can't really do it in a boat because you're almost going too fast. Um, but a kayak, it's the perfect speed. It's going to be a combination of a rattle trap uh, with a leader behind the rattle trap, and you're going to have this little. It's almost like a little squid bait with a treble hook on it. And what will happen is a lot of times, and I'll try to get a setup next time um, we talk about it. What will happen is that trout will come up, hit the rattle trap, miss it, come back around and hit that little squid trailer. So you can really, um, really find some nice trout over there. You can also jig the pilings and everything. They get some birds. I'm no expert on fishing the lake by far, but when you can find them out there in, in, in a kayak, you can really maneuver well. But again, you need to pick your days. That lake can get rough real quick. So you're going to make sure it's a calm day, preferably go with somebody and definitely wear your, uh, your PFD. But, uh, like Tyler said, the fishing, the trout fishing has been good. I've been seeing, um, some fish even caught off the road roadside in Grand Isle right now. Uh, and as it starts getting colder, you're going to find those trout going into the deeper holes, um, right over there. I think they got the snake pit is, is a common hole, the telephone pole hole. There's a number of places right there off the, uh, off a of highway one in the Grand Isle, and some deep holes that will be holding some trout here soon. Hopefully we can get somebody on to, to talk about that. Maybe, maybe it's a little windy. It's a little cold. You don't feel like hauling the kayak out there, but you want to do some fishing. So we were actually going to do some talking about Louisiana fishing tonight. Uh, I'd reached out to a couple of guests. Uh, unfortunately the championship this weekend and everybody is hush hush until after the championship. So I promise we're going to talk some cold water trout fishing in Louisiana but it will be, unfortunately, after this weekend when everybody's done with uh, hoarding their secrets and their secret spots and everything. Um, I can certainly appreciate that. we got a lot of money on the line this weekend, a lot of bragging rights, uh, but it's going to be a good time, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Uh, let's go over now to, uh, to Jessica. I know she's been anxiously waiting and uh, patiently waiting, shall I say. And Jessica, thanks for coming on tonight and joining us. I don't know. Does she know we're talking to her? Okay. Yeah, it kind of skipped out for a second, but okay. hey, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so speaking of the championship, I didn't want to interrupt you there. I signed my hubby up last night. We'll be down in Leeville this weekend, so look out. We're coming. Y'all, you're coming too, then. I, you know, I'm I'm the Uber driver. Um, when That's it comes awesome. to the competition, so. Yeah, I guess I'm coming too. <laughs> when are you guys coming up? Y'all coming up Thursday or Friday? Uh, we'll be coming Friday. Um, if if we come Friday night, um, and we may just roll in. Uh, I I called. I saw you put out the uh, the post about the open room at Topwater. Yes. Thinking about how far of a drive it is, so we may be down Friday night if I can get a room. Y'all need to come up Friday night. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna be cooking, and um. <sighs> 
we'll, I'm sure we'll be drinking a few diet Cokes and Sprites oh. and stuff, you know? Um, and, uh, we're going to, we're going to be Thursday, Friday night's going to be a good night. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we've got, I think we've got a number of people. Uh, I think last count, we probably got 20, 25 people going to be up there Friday night, if not a little bit more, probably have 15 of us up there Thursday night. Thursday night's always a good night to come up and, and relax and celebrate. You don't have a whole lot of pressure Friday. Um, I don't think anybody plans on getting up early Friday anyway with that kind of this cold snap coming through. Uh, I want to wait to let it warm up a little bit anyway. So, Jessica, where, where do you live at now? Where, where are you? And you're married to Aaron, right? Let's, yes. let's, let's straight this. She's, she's off the market, guys. She's happily married to Aaron. Aaron um, fishes a lot of our tournaments, and he actually qualified for the championship this year. So he will be fishing in it. Um, yep. what, I know y'all are in Mississippi. Where are y'all from in Mississippi? Where do y'all live? Um, so the close, closest town that you may recognize is Columbia. I would tell you the community. Um, it's Darwin, but it's it's only on some maps. So Columbia, Columbia, Mississippi. Yeah, how far is that from, like, say, Biloxi? That, so so that that is about two hours from any salt water that we fish. So so Ooh. we have we feel the pain of some of you folks that fish in, in Baton Rouge and, and have to make the hump down to, to get salty, but we do it and we love it. Yeah, oh two, yeah. Two hours Absolutely. for me just about anywhere, unless I go to, to the lake, which is not very often. Yeah. yeah. We're almost back dab in between Hattiesburg and Macomb. So. Okay. We're, we're here a little bit. Yeah. I pass through that area sometimes when I, uh, I yell off of I-55. Um, so we're 35 miles from Macomb and 45 from Hattiesburg. Okay. Yeah. That's where Southern Miss is at, right? Hattiesburg? We're closer to Highway 98 than okay. of any any highway that you might recognize. But gotcha. In the middle of nowhere. Would that be an accurate description? The, I live on my family farm. Hey. Uh, I live on horse barns. I have a yard pig. Um, and I have chickens and and all sorts of other good things happening when I'm not kayak fishing. Do y'all do y'all need any goats? Um, there was this thing I know my wife pegged me. They they, they got some free goats that they want to um, give away. File, um, and I don't think that my mother would allow another goat on the farm. We've got some oh. black Angus though. If you're in the market for a grass fed black angus cow we got some of those <laughs> like the t-bones like like a whole cow you can have as whatever however many t-bones come out of a black angus <laughs> cow. you can split it with tyler <laughs> tyler you want to go in with me is that like the uh that uh what's that good beef what's they call it the the uh, wagyu the ragu no, is that the rag the wagyu it, it is not wagyu it's not no, wagyu it is not, no it's black angus so it's it's Fairly premium for U.S. markets, but yeah. That's awesome. Tyler, let's go in. Let's buy us a cow, man. What does that cost? I'm just curious. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It kind of goes on the market, um, and my Uncle Jimmy actually handles more of that than what I do, but uh, I can hook you up with him, though. <laughs> can we go out to, like, like with the lobster tank? Can we go out to the field and pick ours? You can. You absolutely uh -huh. can. Tyler, we got to do that. I want to go pick up my own dinner. <laughs> I said, I want that guy, that bone and ribeye off of him. You know who's drooling right now? It's Eric Stacy. He's just he's sitting here listening to this. And he's like, wait a minute, guys. I went in on this this Black Angus cow deal, you know, 
Now I know <laughs> we got look. I know we got some people out there that are listening. I know they're Peter friendly, and you know, but we like to eat meat. And I think Black Angus it doesn't get much better than that. That's some good stuff. Yeah, it is. Yeah, grass fed too, huh? Mm-hmm. Does it get a lot of sun? I know because when happy cows are good cows is what I hear. Uh, they're pretty fat and happy, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like me. <laughs> so, so I'm sure everybody here has, has got now has got a good description of where Jessica lives in Mississippi and is is very interested in. You know, I, look, I wouldn't be surprised if someone reaches out to you and says, "Look, I, I'm really interested in that black cow you got, uh, black Angus cow you got for sale." I'm all about eating that. So, um, Tyler, maybe we could buy one for one of our tournaments to maybe paddle Palooza next year. We'll buy us a cow and, and just serve it to everybody. I think that'd be good. Yeah. yeah. There good. you go. A good steer. Yeah. I mean, a good steer. We get the horns, we get the horns away like a prize or something. Maybe for, so riding like, the bull, maybe for like the redfish rumble or something like the horns. Baby boy. Yeah. Black Angus don't generally have horns. <laughs> Let's talk about there. <laughs> Let's talk about fishing. Yes. I mean, the, about the only thing I like more than fishing is eating. And uh, so you, you're covering two of my favorite passions here. Um, so fishing, you are an officer with the uh, Mississippi Kayak Club, right? I am. I'm currently the uh, sponsorship coordinator. Okay. I've served in a different capacity in, in different times, but yeah. What, what's the official name of the club? Is it like, um, is it Mississippi South Kayak Mississippi Club? Kayak. South Mississippi Kayak Fishing Club. Okay. Um, and our kind of abbreviation is SMKFC. Okay. Okay. How many, about how many members do you guys have? Um, right now we're sitting, I, I think it's 75 active members right now. Yeah. Um, of, our, of course, our public group has upwards of like a thousand, but actual members were, were somewhere around 75, 75 to 100. I can't remember. Uh, so I was the secretary. That's not my deal anymore. But I think it's I think it's seventy five somewhere around in there. Yeah. Yeah. So you're the sponsorship coordinator. So you're kind of in charge of getting all the free stuff and talking to the the, the stuff and, and getting stuff donated to the club. Yeah. Um, we went the folks. Yes. Yeah. Is that what you're going to be next year? Are you going to be an officer next year? Um. Well. Uh, I heard some rumors. We- I'm just asking. Yeah. Our, so, so our meeting was postponed tonight, um, kind of due to the hard freeze and things like that. Um, but, uh, I guess I'm going to be, unless somebody comes out of the woodworks, um, I guess I'm going to be Madam President of SMKFC for 2020. Wow. Will you be the first female president of the, uh, South Mississippi? I will. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. That is awesome. So, I mean, should I like call you Madam President? I guess that that would be the appropriate thing. Uh, to say, right? I will be referred to as Madam President. Madam, Pre- yeah. I like that. I don't, I don't <laughs> even think we call Josh President. I think we call him names, but it's definitely not President. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us about about the Mississippi Club. Um, do y'all have tournaments or anything that y'all throw? Um, so we do one annual tournament. Um, mm-hmm. and it it generally takes place around April. Um, and that's called the it's called the Crooked Letter Kayak Challenge. Um, you know, Mississippi being crooked letter, crooked letter, Iowa. Crooked so, letter, crooked so that, letter, humpback, humpback. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Um, that, and we, and we kind of team up a little bit with everything kayak, uh, force bank in the specs, you know, we kind of help them run that event. Um, but we're, you know, we're a small club. We're just kind of starting out. Um, we have a lot less 
kind of uh, membership base as as far as to draw from on the case. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're- yeah. Hey guys, sorry about that. Having some internet problems with this cold weather. Uh, the the it's frozen the fiber optics in Albany where Tyler lives and it's slowing everything down. I'm not sure if that's a thing or not, but that's what we're going with because Tyler can't explain it. So, um, Jessica, we were talking about your cows and then we decided to move on, uh, from cows to fishing. Now, uh, we got cut off a little bit, but just to catch everybody up, you are currently the sponsor coordinator for the South Mississippi kayak fishing club. And as of possibly next week, we will be referring to you as Madam President. Is that correct? That's correct. That's correct. Yeah, we delayed our meeting um, for till next week because of the the freeze and everything. Um, so, so yeah, I guess next week uh, I will be Madam President 2020 for SMKFC. Yep. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so let's talk a little about the tournament. So you do a, uh, a tournament that you said it's in the springtime. It's called the Crooked Letter Tournament, obviously after Mississippi. <laughs> you okay yeah, there, Jessica? So it, That'll so make the blooper, yeah, the blooper okay. real. Yeah. Did, did you fall out your chair? I did. I did. Yes. Hey, my phone is down. <laughs> uh, it's always the so, phone. So, Tell us a little so bit about the, the Crooked Letter the Tournament. tournament um, that South Mississippi Kayak Fishing Club puts on is the uh, the Crooked Letter Challenge, and we generally do that around April. Mm-hmm. Um, and but that's that's really the only tournament currently that we're doing, um, as far as like an annual kind of recurring thing. Um, we have started up uh, trying out, and we did it for we did it for kind of a members only trial run. Um, a CPR tournament just to kind of, and we may do that like a quarterly thing. We're just kind of trying to feel it out and see what we want to kind of do with that. But we've tried that kind of gain, gain some, because a lot of our, a lot of our members are, you know, tournament anglers. So we kind of wanted to garner a little bit of interest and kind of give some, give some activities for people to do. Um, so we're, so we're doing that. So tell us um, a little bit, what's the, what's the, what kind of format do y'all have for the Crooked Letter Tournament? Um, so, so that is a, uh, a slam stringer. Um, and then we also have slots for, we also have awards for redfish, trout, and flounder as well. And then we usually have some sort of Calcutta, like sheephead or Spanish mackerel. There you go. One step above dial up. That's what you, they say Louisiana is the 50th ranked state. Apparently we have. And Steve, <laughs> for those of you watching, Steve has joined us after some technical issues. Steve, thanks for, for, for getting on. Appreciate it. Uh, we're just finishing up with Jessica in a few minutes. And we're going to hop on right over to you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, Jessica, so there's actually some, some offshore categories as well with that. Uh, yeah, we do get a little bit of Spanish and, and we just kind of mix it in just depending on, uh, we'll kind of do a, a vote on it and see what we want to do. We want to do sheephead or want to do Spanish mackerel because Spanish mackerel do, do, uh, kind of get, a re- especially in the springtime, they're kind of prolific in different spots along the BK. So, okay. Now I know recently this past weekend, y'all had a tournament, um, uh, spanking the specs, now, is that something you said you ran in conjunction with everything kayak? 
Um, well, yeah, we just kind of help out with it. Um, they are the 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 hosts of the tournament, but we kind of help them out with it. Um, and and do cleaning and cooking and just kind of help them run the tournament a little bit. Um, Steve took second place in that. Mahavi Aaron took third. Um, yeah, I think uh, Rocky Brooks. I think took first. He did. He did. Yep. Yeah, I, I know. I was actually trying to get Rocky on tonight. He was uh, unfortunately he was unavailable. Um, so, but I hear from, from what I hear, they say he can fish. Yeah. Rocky's Rocky's a very solid, uh, fisherman and, and he can, he can definitely get on some, some trout. I think he actually won it last year too. Okay. Now let me ask you this. Cause I know, um, just from looking at the size, I understand this was a, a three trout stringer. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And so that the, uh, I know Rocky, the, his winning weight was like nine pounds, which is averaging a three pound trout stringer, which is, that's, I mean, Louisiana, that's a very impressive stringer for three trout, nine pounds. Uh, that, that's pretty heavy. Is that Mississippi? Do you find, I know you fish in Louisiana and Mississippi. Do you find the trout a little bit bigger, uh, over in your area? I personally think that um, that they've gotten a little bit bigger since Mississippi has increased their uh, their size limit to 15. It, it used to be 13. I think it was three years ago that they increased it to 15. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, you, you know, you catch a lot of shorts, which last Saturday I, I caught a whole bunch of shorts, um, but I managed like five, five legal fish um, and I, I brought three good ones to the scale, but they were not enough. Um, so, but yeah, I think they've really improved, uh, since the, the size limit has been upped a little bit. You know, and that's interesting because that's a debate going on right now in Louisiana, you know, about lowering the limits from 25 down a little bit lower and increasing the size limit from 12. Um, you know, we have really generous limits and, and very small, uh, size limits, you know, for the, for the trout as well. So that's interesting to hear you say that in Mississippi, at least from what you noticed, by increasing the size limit up from 13 to 15, you're finding the trout a little bit bigger. So uh, that's interesting. Listen, if, if people are wanting to go fish in Mississippi right now, you know, say they want to try to maybe target a little bit bigger trout. Um, I mean, Louisiana, there's plenty of trout to be caught right now, but you still get a lot of 12, 13 inches. A couple of people I know fished the tournament and they were saying they were all catching some really nice trout. Where would be some areas that, that you could suggest for people maybe to go launch over there, um, certain areas to fish? Um, Gulfport Harbor is a really quick, easy place to launch. Um, there's a combat launch off to the side of, I think it's Palace Casino there. And then you can always use the Harbor. Um, but Gulfport Harbor is a great, easy place. Um, another, uh, decent place is out of Waveland. Um, and that, this would be West, West Coast, Mississippi. Um, mm-hmm. and is Bayou Caddy, and there's a lot of, of nice area and some structure out there, different varying conditions where you can kind of target different fish. That's awesome. That's fish. awesome. I'd like to get to get out there one day. Um, how long is the trout fishing generally pretty good over Mississippi this time of year? Um, It's good up until usually December and even into January sometime, just kind of depending on the water temperature, different areas are, are kind of, more prolific than others okay 
Well, that's good. That's good to know. So you, y'all going to have the, uh, again, y'all are going to have the tournament in the spring sometime, probably around April or May, the Crooked mm-hmm. Letter Tournament? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What we'd like to do certainly is have you on again or, you know, Madam President or someone else from the club to come on and maybe talk to us a little bit about that tournament. And I know a lot of the guys over here love to fish tournaments. Mississippi's so close. I mean, you know, you guys are probably closer for a lot of people in New Orleans Metairie area than, you know, even some of the places over here like Lake Charles that, that have tournaments or even some of those places. So we'd love to have you on again and to talk a little bit about that tournament and maybe we get some, uh, you know, some cross members over there and, and, and do something like that if you guys like to come back on. So so you guys don't have to wait for a tournament. Um, we have monthly fish outs and those are available for anyone, member or not. Anyone who wants to show up, we set a location. Um, we set a date, a time and a location. And we just, everybody shows up. It's, it's kind of a long competitive thing. Um, even though, you know, there are some like outlaw uh, bet side bets made sometimes. Um, but uh, basically it's just show up and fish and, you know, get a chance to kind of hang out with folks in a relaxed kind of setting where there's no pressure of a tournament. And, and that's really kind of where our club is at um, with that, you know. Well, that's um, awesome. All, now, is, that, is that freshwater and saltwater or just saltwater? Um, just saltwater. We may look at um, maybe doing a little bit of freshwater. Mostly, most of our anglers are saltwater. Um, so, so we're mo- mainly focused there. Um, but we're having a, in December, uh, December the 13th, we're having a boondoggle is what we're calling it. Mm-hmm. Boondoggle out. Um, and so we're doing that out of Shepherd State Park, which is over in Gautier. Um, and, and that is a, a, a sign up thing. It's, it's live on our website. You can go to it and, and see the event and check out what it's about and attend if you would like. Um, so yeah, we're, we're more about trying to just create a community. Um, as far as, as far as that goes, you know, we do have, we do try and do a few tournaments, but, uh, it's more about trying to build the community. Oh, absolutely. Now, if someone wants to, to get some more information about the Mississippi Kayak Club, do you have a, a website or a Facebook page or anything like that? We have both. Um, and uh, it is smkfc.org uh, for our website. Um, that is listed on our Facebook page. Um, and that is South Mississippi Kayak Fishing Club. And all of that information is on there. Um, you can message us, you know, if you're having, if, if you want, need any information or anything like that, and we'll get back to you. Oh, that's awesome. What's the, uh, what's the cost to join the club? As far as, um, is there an annual membership fee? $25 for individuals um, and $40 for family memberships. Um, oh, that's awesome. And that's, yeah. yeah so. Great. Well, look, I'm going to check out that thing. I don't think uh, LSU is playing on December 13th. I think their last game will probably be the championship game on the 7th before the playoffs. So, um, you know, that, that's, I might be free that weekend. Yeah. Come over and join us and pitch a tent and uh, we'll show you how to catch some big trout over there. Absolutely. I love catching big trout. So I'll see about that. Cause I don't think we have anything going on in December right now. And I love to get over there and, uh, and, and fish. Um, I'm assuming I'd have to get a, a Mississippi license. Do they sell like weekend licenses? Do you know? Any, uh, they do. And you can get that on the Mississippi wildlife and fisheries uh, website. Oh, that's awesome. That's yep. great. Well, Jessica, I, pre- yeah. I appreciate you coming on tonight. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys this weekend. Hopefully, you all get up there Friday, hang out with us. You know, um, we, like I said, we're going to be eating and, 
and drinking and having a good time as we always do at, the, at that tournament. Oh, yeah. We'll see you there. All right. Thanks so much, Jessica. See you soon. Thanks. Tell Aaron we said hello. All right. Bye. All right. Thanks. Let's uh, let's hop over now to Steve. Uh, Steve, thanks for joining us. I know we had some some technical difficulties getting you in, but um, I think you finally found the right web browser to get you in here. Finally. Finally, finally. Just for, for, for those joining us, Steve, you live in um, in Alabama. Correct. I live in Mobile. You know, that's a whole lot easier to describe than, than when Jessica was telling us where she lived in Mississippi. It, it took <laughs> us, we spent the first 20 minutes triangulating her location based on nearby towns and, and, uh, and, and cell towers and everything. So, well, that's good. So, uh, you born and raised in Alabama? Right here in Mobile. That's and awesome. So you, since I was about five years old, are you a, a war tide? Oh, oh, oh God, I, I screwed up. Are you a war eagle or a roll tide? Uh, you know, the fishing gets good during football season, so I really could care less about either one of them. But I like some good Alabama football, and I like some good LSU football, and I like. Oh, some there we go. There we go. From football. So after this week, you know, that's what they say about Alabama fans. As soon as LSU won, they all become LSU fans. That's right. <laughs> They only root for winners. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know you had a pretty good tournament. You fished that spank in the specs, and you came out second. Correct. So um, it, it was just Mississippi waters you could fish in that tournament? Right. It was state line, the state line in Mississippi. Yeah, and uh, the trout over there, I mean, they, they were – I mean, you obviously had a pretty good stringer, um, three trout stringer. How big was your stringer? I think mine was uh, eight point. O two something like that, eight point one two something like that. Eight point one two. So those are solid trout. I mean, your biggest one was was how big? Over three pounds, I'm taking it, right? I think I had one that was close to three pounds. Okay. Um, generally this time of year, we usually stay uh medium range of uh what we usually catch is around twenty inches is around three pounds. Man, you catch a twenty inch trout in Louisiana, that's a nice trout, you know. Getting over in Mississippi, though, uh, you know, I'm assuming they're, they're just bigger over there with the, with the upper size limits and uh, going into Alabama. Um, I think, Tyler, we saw, we saw a picture of uh, – was it Bryson? Yep. Yeah, yeah Bryson. Bryson, Bryson had, a, had a huge trout he caught there in Alabama this, uh, what, about a week or two ago, right? Yeah, for, correct. How yeah. long was it, Steve? Do you remember? Uh, it was 29 inches, I do believe. 29 inches. I mean, that thing had to have been – Seven, eight, nine pounds? Probably eight and a half to nine pounds. Jeez. I'm assuming that's a big trout even for that area. Oh, yeah. Usually if you get over 27 inches, you know, that's anything over 27 is once in a lifetime chance for a lot of guys. Yeah. That is uh, awesome. Now, was he, he was fishing in Alabama for that. Correct. So, I do believe he, he, Bryson's pretty secretive for where he fishes, so it's it's hard to say. Yeah. Um, when you normally fish, Steve, where, where do you normally fish at? Do you, do you fish in Alabama? Do you go over to Florida? I mean, you're kind of right in the middle there. You can hit a lot of different areas, I would think, within a fairly you know short drive. Yeah, I fish Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, and now I'm venturing over to um, Louisiana a little bit. Um, Took the first place in your uh, Fallen Tide for the Flounder. Um, venturing out, but my main trout fishing is right here around home, um, Mississippi State Line over to Biloxi and Pensacola, that area. I can pretty much be 
in Pensacola about the same amount of times I can be in Biloxi. Yeah, I mean, Gulf Shores is, I mean, it seems like it's, it, you know, it's, it's in Alabama, but it's really close to New Orleans. I think I can make it to Gulf Shores in about two and a half hours from New Orleans. I know it's like two and a half to three hours. So it's, it's a real short drive, actually. Um, now, when you're launching over there in Mississippi, are you, are you normally, are y'all fishing, um, you know, along the coast? Are you, you know, bays right, like right along the Gulf Coast? Or are y'all in the marsh? Or how's it work? Because I'm, I'm so used to fishing in Louisiana. I, I don't know the, the estuaries over there, the, the type of areas that people fish. Well, you can um, pretty much catch trout wherever you go over here inland, you know, a couple of miles. But me personally, I like to uh, fish open water, edges of bays and stuff like that, um, where rivers uh, open up into the bay. Um, I grew up fishing those areas, so I'm more comfortable and confident with those areas. And um, I always, you know, pick up some nice trout in those areas. You talk in the bays like Mobile Bay or something like that? Mobile Bay, uh, Mississippi Sound, um, which Mississippi Sound stretches pretty much all the way over to Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Pensacola Bay over there. Um, any of those big bay areas like that that have a lot of sand around them. I understand. So, um, you, 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 I know you came and fished our, our Fall and Tide tournament this year. Have you uh, have you fished any of our other tournaments? Paddlepalooza uh, or any of those? Been to Grand Isle twice now. This uh, this year and the year before that. For uh, for Paddlepalooza, right? Uh, you get you know what you got to get down for some of these other tournaments. So you come down and fish our championship next year. We got uh, Matthew Van. Yeah, Matthew Van's coming in. Uh, Brandon Barton from Florida. Trent. I think uh, Trent. I think Trent Stiggy, He he qualified, didn't he? Yeah, he did. yeah. He's coming in too. So we're starting to get some of those other guys. It's just a it's just a really good time. You know, it's limited number of people, but some great prizes. I think first prize this year is, is two grand, and uh, Tyler still won't announce it. We're going to wait, but uh, next next year we're going to have just going to be an incredible first place prize. I think, but the package we're putting together. So we're paying out five places this year. First place is two grand, second place fifteen hundred, third place a grand, I think, and fourth and fifth are going to be like five hundred two fifty. You know, competing against forty other people, it's not a bad payout. Um, and then we're going to have, uh, side pots for big trout and big red are probably close to about $400 a piece if I had to guess. So, you know, it's, it's some good prizes and, and really all you got to do to qualify is finish in the top, uh, 15 for one of the tournaments, you know, for any of the four tournaments we have redfish trout. Um, and, uh, and then we usually have a mixed tournament, but I mean, someone like you, I know you got some skills. I think you wouldn't have a problem coming in and, and, and doing pretty good at one of those tournaments at least. Well, I struggle in Louisiana, so I need to spend a little bit more time over there. So anytime you guys want to put out an invite and show me around a little bit, I'll be dead. Man, anytime you want to come down and go fishing, we'll take you out. You know, I mean, Highway 23, Leeville, Golden Meadow, it's all good. Our, um, I'll tell you what, the one of the best tournaments we have that I don't know why it's so popular is our Minimalist Challenge in January. <clears throat> and that's 135 people shotgun launching from, from Leeville. And everybody gets the same six baits. So, you know, it's it's one of those deals where everybody's got the same baits. Everybody's launching from the same spot and everybody's fishing for the same fish. You know what? And uh, if you can look at a map, I mean, there's going to be the same couple guys that know some areas. But other than that, if you're a good fisherman, you're going to find some fish. Um, it, a lot of us struggle. My beautiful wife walking by. A lot of us struggle uh, fishing it. But uh, those those good fishermen, I mean, I know those Florida boys come down. They constantly put a whooping on our 
put a whooping on a lot of us, um, and that's how they usually qualify. So looking forward to seeing those guys this weekend. I know Matt Matthew was struggling a little bit fishing for bass down in Arkansas. Uh, that that's a whole different ball game over there. Do you ever do any of those those Hobie Bass Open tournaments, Steve? Uh, not yet. I'm thinking about getting into them. Um, I haven't bass fished in about ten years, but it's not that far away from uh, speckled trout fishing. Um, it's basically the same thing, maybe a few different lures, but uh, targeting the fish and where they're located. I mean, once you can find a pattern. You're good to go. It's Tyler, just being able to find that pattern. No, you're right. Tyler and I actually went to uh, Gunnersville and fished a, the native tournament up there uh, about a month ago, and we we had so much fun. It was beautiful water. It was beautiful fishing, beautiful country up there in um, in Gunnersville, Alabama. I don't know if you ever had the uh, the chance to fish up there, but um, Hobie's it's doing one out. Of, yeah, Hobie's doing one out of Alabama again this year. I think it's just south of Gunnersville that we might be going to as well. So. If you're, gonna, if you're interested, we'll definitely drop you a line if you want to go up there. We'll probably get a group of us going up there and doing some bass fishing. It's certainly a lot of fun. You get a group of guys up there hanging out and, and, and doing some fishing. But um, you, um, you're you a member of the Alabama Fishing Club, Kayak Club. Is that right? Yeah, the MBKFA. The MBKFA. Are you one of the officers over there or formerly uh, an officer? No, my uh, my work schedule won't allow me to take something like that on, but I try to help them out as much as I can. Tell us a little bit about the club. Um, y'all are statewide, but y'all are mostly a saltwater club. Is that right? You do mostly saltwater fishing? Correct. Most of our fish outs and our tournaments are based on saltwater fishing. We do have, um, in our Five Rivers tournament in the fall, we do have a bass category. Oh, okay. To accommodate those guys. Um, I don't think there's one. I'm not positive if there's one in our spring tournament. Um. But we do try to accommodate some of those, and I think coming up in the future, we're going to add some of them. Uh, we've got a new uh, group coming in for management this year, our officers, and we'll go see what they have to offer. Now, y'all throw, I think, is it two two big tournaments that y'all do every year? Is that right? Correct. We have the Bagwell in the springtime, and then we have the, uh, the uh, Five Rivers in the fall. Now, the Bagwell is in the spring. Is that around – is it around May or so? Is that is that when it is? I think I seems to always have a conflict so. around it. Some uh, April, May, something like that. Tyler, you fished the the Bagwell tournament. Yeah, me and Aaron went over. I don't know, two maybe three years ago now. Um, but I had a good time, and I, since then I've always said I wanted to go back, and it just hadn't worked out yet. But uh, it was it was I mean nice nicely run event, and and we had we had a lot of fun. Tyler, tell tell us refresher. Spin us a yarn about your Bagwell experience. I want to, I want to hear more about it. Uh, I remember you had a particularly good story about um, going down there and representing us, and uh, and uh, just tell us a little bit about your Bagwell tournament. Yeah, I mean that was that was the honestly that was the first time in a slam tournament that I had ever uh, landed a flounder, and uh, but not long after it was landed, it jumped right back out of my boat into the water. So it was pretty heartbreaking. <laughs> As I understand, didn't it go through your your your, your drive? No, it, it jumped out over the side. No, it it as I was going to net it, it jumped. It basically jumped into the boat and shook the hook at the same time. And so I was trying to get on top of it, and it went up underneath my seat of my kayak, and I was trying to slide it out real slow, and and had it pinned down to the boat, and it just slipped right out of my hands and out into the water. And looking back on it now, I wish I'd have just stuck it with a pocket knife or something, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, that that happens. It, it, it sucks losing. It was a nice flounder, I think you were telling me. Yeah, I mean, it was it was nice. Probably one of the bigger ones I've caught. Yeah, yeah. So uh, in, in in that area, um, I think the weigh-in's not too far from Mobile. Is that right, Steve? Correct. Yeah, and so a lot of, I think, Tyler, the area you were fishing were kind of, is it closer to Gulf Shores or Dolphin Island or something like that? Yeah, we were fishing around Dolphin Island. Um, I think there's like an airport down there. We're kind of fishing around that. That is that right, Steve? In there, a little runway or? Airport? Yeah, that's. Uh, I think they call that Graveline Bay. Yeah, we fished there, and then we moved a little farther uh, inland in, into the marsh a little bit. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward. I've been wanting to fish that tournament for a while, and it seems like every year it comes up. Actually, actually, Tyler and I were talking. We were going to take our wives down there last year, and uh, I think I had a conflict or something popped up. We were taking a family vacation. Just always seems to pop up at the last minute. I can never, um, never seem to make it, but I've always wanted to fish it. Seems like a really good time. Um, what about the Bagwell tournament? Is that something that also takes place around the same time? Or I'm sorry, uh, in the same location? Five Rivers, you mean? We were just talking about Yeah, I'm sorry, the Five Rivers, yeah. Yeah, the well, the Five Rivers, the weigh-in's held over on the causeway. And I think this past year, we held the um, weigh-in for the um, Bagwell on the causeway, too. It kind of moves around a little bit because we have a conflict between Baldwin County and Mobile County. We have so many members on both sides. And it's such a far drive to make that loop around Mobile Bay. We try to have a central location for a weigh-in. And the uh, causeway is usually about the best place for a weigh-in, unless you get called in traffic. That's one thing you've got to allow yourself coming through those tunnels. You've got to allow yourself enough time to make it the weigh-in if you get caught in traffic. Small wreck or something could set you back 45 minutes to an hour. Jeez. Easily. The the boundaries that y'all have for your tournaments, do y'all include part of Florida in that, or is it just Alabama? I think they've gone back to just out being able to launch in Alabama. Um, okay. They used to give you a little bit, but I think they moved it back to the state lines um, because they had some uh, issues a couple of years ago with where people were fishing at and how far away from the state line they got. And um, they've moved it back to just Alabama now. Okay. So if somebody's like, you know, wanting to go and maybe try to um, get some trout, y'all, y'all catch some, obviously some really nice trout over in, in Alabama, you know, obviously probably on maybe not as many trout as they have in Louisiana, but certainly probably bigger, I would think on average, would that, would that be right? Yeah. Uh, our population has really bounced back since they've gotten rid of the gill nets. Um, our average trout around here is anywhere from 17 to 20 inches. For somebody that's a weekend warrior, um, you get people like me and Damien, um, Bosarge and people that fish on a regular basis, you know, our average move up to 22s, 24s, um, you know, it just depends, uh, what you're using for bait too. Uh, Is y'all mostly live bait or artificial over there? Well, you could use live bait and artificial. I do better on artificial myself. Um, you know, you can cover more ground with it. And that's around here. That's the trick to catching trout is covering ground and finding them. Yeah. Uh, you know, this time of year, they could be everywhere. Um, once you get into that spring pattern and summer pattern, you're going to have to move to where the sand is. Um on the beaches and stuff because it seems like all the trout go down there to spawn 
And uh, once you get back into that fall pattern, they start coming back up in the marshes and the, the schools kind of mingle in. Then if you're catching 12 inch trout, you probably can pull a 22 or 24 out of there too. Wow. If, you, if you can move around and uh, dissect that school um, and move your baits up, you know, move your bait size up to where those little trout won't hit a big bait. What's the best time of year you find to catch or to target big trout in, uh, in Alabama? Uh, every time I go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is there a particular month, uh, or, or time of the year that you find that you have a better chance of catching those bigger trout? You know, there's months that, um, people swear that you are better than others to me personally. I think you just got to get out there and fish for them. Uh, you know, February is terrible. For me, uh, for most people, that's the coldest month of the year usually. And, um, you know, once you get into those hot months, the same thing, um, August. August, they get hard to find. They go mm. real deep, um, especially for kayakers. You can't get out in the middle of the bay um, due to weather that time of year. You know, you can have a storm blow in at any moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally especially this time of year, spring and fall and winter are to me are the best times of the year to fish. Yeah. The, the best weather. And you know, you're not having those extreme temperatures, water temperatures. It's either really hot or, or really cold. Um, you know, maybe if you could in, and you know, certainly we don't want to ask you for any secret spots there, but if you know, someone want to come up and then, you know, a lot of the guys go down to Gulf shores and in that area, to, to fish, you know, or, or actually for family vacations, they want to bring the kayak with them. Where would be a couple of maybe launches, you know, that, that people could launch, you know, well-known launches, they may have a chance to, to go catch some trout over there. You know, um, that's one thing about Alabama. We don't have a lot of launches like y'all do over in Louisiana. Y'all have launches everywhere. Um, over here, we're kind of limited because we have a lot of condos and stuff on the mm. beach. Your best shot's Dolphin Island. You can pretty much launch anywhere you want to on Dolphin Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gulf Shores, there's a lot of sp- a couple of public beaches that you can, uh, any of the public beaches you can park at, you go have a little drag across the sand. You better have some sand tires if you got a heavy Hobie or something like that. But um, in general, you know, the passes and stuff like that are great places to fish. You just have to watch the currents. Um, and plus you have some inland bay area down Fort Morgan Road, which is the north side of Gulf Shores. Right, right. Um, there's several places you can launch there. All those areas are great during the summer and springtime. Um, you know, there's really not one one place on the beach that's better than another. You just got to find those sandbars that drop off and fish for them. So y'all are literally catching trout along um, right off the beach in front of the uh, condos yeah. and stuff? Uh, generally, you know, in the springtime, I don't use the kayak a lot. Um, I do a lot of wade fishing. Uh, me and my wife will go down there. We'll leave at five o'clock in the afternoon, drive to Dolphin Island. And, uh, it's what we call top water therapy. Go down there. If it's just an hour, hour and a half to get on the water and watch the sun go down. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, that uh, sounds usually, real nice. Um, you know, you'll pick up three or four nice 24, 25 inch trout. Man. Um, are you having to go out beyond the sandbar or are you fishing in between like the beach and the sandbar? You know, you can be up to your knees. You can be up to your waist. It just depends on the, the current, the tide. Uh, you just never know. Uh, yeah. You know, the middle of the day, I've caught them on the flats. 
you know, in, in 16, 18 inches of water. It's just like I always say, you just, you don't know where they are until you fish for them. Um, I'd much so, rather surf fish for trout in, in Gulf Shores than I would in Grand Isle. I tell you what, that water's a little bit prettier over there. <laughs> yeah, it does get pretty clear over there, you know, um, at certain times of the year. Um, almost too clear for me. I'm, I always like to fish a little tainted water, you know. Sometimes that clear water, they get a little bit harder to catch. Of course, in springtime, they're feeding anyway. But um, the um, I um, I target them, you know, target them on the beach during the spring. And then I start moving to the, the north side of Fort Morgan and stuff like that as the summer gets a little bit hotter and fish those deeper channels in the, out of the kayak. Um, because early morning, late in the afternoon, they're going to come up on those flats and feed hmm. um, out of those deep ship channels and stuff. So you're always looking for those flats that are close to, you know, 15, 20, 30 foot of water. Hmm. Do you, do y'all ever do any, um, any offshore fishing? I know when, when you get over into, um, the Pensacola area, that area, they do a lot of offshore fishing without the kayak for tarpon and, uh, snapper and, and things like that uh mackerel do y'all do ever do any of that over in uh in gulf shores area yeah uh there's a guy scott kennedy i don't know if you've heard of him but um he's got a youtube channel and um called whistling waters and uh he does a lot of it out of orange beach um the thing is is about orange beach and dolphin island and all that is you got to get so far offshore to get to deep water mm. it's such a gentle slope here where once you get closer to on the other side of Pensacola, it really starts to drop off. So you can get some deeper water a lot faster than you can here. You don't have to go that three or four miles like you do here over there. Over there, you can go half a mile, two miles, or a mile and be in <laughs> deep water. Yeah, you really can. I mean, we, we fished out there twice this year, and uh, I think we were a mile and a half when we last went out in September and just there were red snapper everywhere. It wasn't season, but you know, you could see them everywhere. We were chumming them up and uh, just watching them. You know, it was incredible uh, to right. see the amount of snapper. If you would have told me that, I would never believe you. You know, you had to see with your own eyes how, how close they actually come into the beach. Oh, yeah. They actually catch them in Pensacola Bay over there. Yeah. Bay. So you're not going to catch real big ones over there. I mean, you might get lucky every now and then, but average size is going to be about, you know, 16 18 inches yeah well steve man i tell you what i learned a lot i'm i'm looking forward i'm going to do a whole episode maybe when springtime comes around about fishing alabama if you'd be willing to come on and maybe give us a little little tutorial uh about maybe fishing that area maybe we bring you on and get somebody on from the the mississippi club to come in and talk about uh bagwell and five rivers tournament i know we'd have a lot of guys want to go over there maybe fish some of those tournaments i know those are your bigger tournaments You'll have a good bit of people fishing them. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Sure. I'd love to do it. Absolutely. And look, next time you're in town, you want to come over here, you know, we'll pick a good time. And, um, you know, maybe this winter when the, when it starts, if we can find a good warm day, if you want to come down, we'll take you out fishing and show you around a little bit, just depending on uh, what you want to fish for. Hey, I'm always up for some new areas. Absolutely. It's a lot of fun when you get to fish a new area new technique and, and learning different things. So just drop us a line. We'll certainly uh, get you down here. And uh, I know I talked to you. We've got maybe some, hopefully some exciting news coming up next year about some stuff going on here in Louisiana. We can't quite announce it yet, but we're getting close. <laughs> so um, I'm sure you'll be down here for that tournament. I hope if we get it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I'll, it's going to be a lot uh, of fun. I think we'll get a lot of guys coming in from out of town. So 
little tease for that. Hopefully we'll be announcing that soon. Steve, thanks again for coming on tonight. Sorry about the problems early on, um, but we'll definitely get you back on here come springtime and talk a little bit more about Alabama fishing. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Uh, okay, real, real quick, um, Tyler wanted me to mention, i got a list of things here to talk about uh, before we wrap up. Again, I want to give a big shout out to John Williams and Pack and Paddle. They have donated uh, a number of prizes for our Angler of the Year. I think we mentioned it last year, but second through fifth place, we'll all be getting some great prizes, uh, some Hobie stuff. I think we got a deuce rod in there, a sim shopping spree. Um, John really did a, uh, just a great job of getting some nice prizes together for our um, Angler of the Year uh, participants, whoever finishes second through fifth. First place, obviously, is getting $1,000. Second through fifth, we'll be getting some, um, some really nice prizes from Pack and Paddle. Also, for the championship this year, I want to give a big, big thanks to Alexa Boudreau over at Cabela's and Gonzalez. They have donated over $600 worth of raffle prizes to those people fishing in the tournament. Um, these are all really nice prizes. There's nothing small in there. I think the smallest prize may be about $70 or so. Uh, now, we're not having you know 30 or 40 raffle prizes. It's going to be seven or eight, but everybody who's fishing it gets a free entry. Um, no matter if you win or you lose, you're going to have a shot at a really great raffle prize. Um, must be present at the way in to win, right? Yeah, you must be present at the way in to win. If you're not present, you're not going to get it. So it gives you a good excuse to stick around. Uh, I picked up 20 pounds of boudin today. Um, we are going to be, uh, we've got a, a club officer, uh, elect, shall I say club officer elect will be, uh, staying over there and he will be, uh, having the boudin hot and ready for everybody when we get in. So win or lose, come out, you know, uh, everybody participating is getting a free t-shirt. You're going to be eligible for those raffle prizes. Um, we've also got uh, a battery donated by, uh, Craig storms with Dakota and lithium. So that's going to be a great uh, prize as well. Tyler, is that included in the raffle or is that tied with Big yeah, Fish we'll, or something? No, you know, we'll do that on, a, uh, on the raffle too. Uh, so it'll be any, anybody that's at the weigh-in will have a chance to win it. Yeah, and that, that's going to be what, about $100? $100 battery or something? Yeah, I, think it, uh, it, I don't want to lie to you. Maybe, maybe a little more than that, but it, it's a 12-volt, 10-amp-hour battery uh, with a charger. Super light. It's a super light battery. You look at it, you think it's going to weigh a lot more than it does. And really good battery. So um, that's going to be something we're going to have for people fishing the tournament. We're going to be down there Thursday. Probably not going to be cooking Thursday. Um, I think a bunch of us are maybe going next door to Leeville Restaurant. If you're interested, Texas, you know, we'll let you know about what time. It'll probably be a little bit later to give everybody a chance to come in, probably around 7 or 8. Then we're going to be hanging out underneath the um, Topwater Marina. That's kind of where everything's going to be stationed. Uh, again, pre-fishing starts 12 or 1 a.m. Probably want to wait to about at least 6.37 before you get out there, uh, just with this cold weather. We are going to be cooking and providing food Friday night, so you don't have to worry about bringing anything. Um, you're coming down there. There are plenty of places to grab lunch on Friday next door. Uh, they've got, um, what was the uh, Tides? Is it um, Tides? I think Tides is right there. It's a little uh, bait store, abandoned gas station, but it, uh, they've got some really good lunches over there. There's a couple other places. There's Leafville um, Seafood Restaurant right next door. So they've got three or four places to eat down there. But again, Friday night, uh, right now, probably going to do a gumbo and probably some pulled pork. So we'll have plenty of food out there Friday night. Again, Saturday, we're going to have some boudin. Um, as a reminder, this is a shotgun launch starting at 530. You need to be there for 530 to check in. 
If for some reason you can't be there at 530, you're running late, make sure you reach out to me um, or one of the officers and uh, let us know what's going on. We will have an officer over there that who's not fishing the tournament, Dan Rodell. He is going to be checking everybody in. And, um, you know, if for some reason you're running late, make sure you get in touch with us. You can meet him over there. You can check in. You can launch. You can launch whatever time you want. Uh, but you need to be there for 530 to, to make sure that everybody's fishing in the same area. There was um, a rule we want to clarify. It'll be a shotgun launch from from uh, Topwater. However, you are permitted to cross the street, and we want everybody to be careful, but you are permitted to cross the street, kayak on wheels, and launch on the other side of the bayou. So you don't have to launch on the same side as Topwater, uh, but you cannot transport your kayak by vehicle anywhere. You can walk it down the road as far as you want on wheels. Um, you can cross the street if you want. Uh, you can launch in front of Topwater if you want. But the official launch time will be 5.30, and I think everybody has to be back in and checked in, in line, before 3 o'clock. So 2.59.59. If you're there at 3 o'clock, it's too late. So make sure you check in and make sure you get there. Again, the format is your heaviest two reds slot, two slot reds, 10 trout. Um, Tyler, I was looking at the weather. I mean, I know we got some bad weather today, tomorrow, but I think things are going to start warming up a little bit later in the week. Hopefully by Saturday, um, you know, we'll get some some weather into the high 50s, low 60s. So certainly a lot warmer than it was two years ago when we were fishing in the 30s. That's right. I, I wanted to, uh, just something that popped in my mind, getting back to the prizes, but we also need to uh, give a shout out to Pure Fishing, uh, Abu Garcia and Penn. They will be, uh, we'll have one Penn reel and one Abu Garcia reel that will be given away as contingency prizes for anglers that are fishing with their products uh i'm not sure if i think one goes to big red and one goes to big trout is that how we've done it i think so i think that is how we've done it and and to be honest guys you know it gives you some uh you know motivation here to to fish with abu garcia and pen products uh you know i mean right now with the side pots uh, we've talked about 40 people that that have qualified for the tournament i think for what i've heard i've talked to all of them and all 40 said they were fishing the tournament so Considering most of them will probably be fishing the side pots, you're looking at probably close to a $400 side pot for big trout, $400 side pot for big red, assuming everybody participates. I, I you can't say I've seen anybody sign up yet that hadn't uh, that hadn't done both categories, both sides. Right, pots, so. right. And then you throw in an, uh, you throw in an Abu Garcia reel or pin reel, that's another $100 at least. I mean, these are nice reels. You're looking at $500 for catching a big red. So at the end of the day, you only catch one fish. You could still walk away with five hundred dollars in cash and prizes. You know, um, again, we're giving up uh, two thousand dollars for first place, fifteen hundred for second, a thousand for third. A uh, lot on the line this weekend um, with the championship. We, of course, we got the championship belt. Um, that's going to be coming up. It's in the possession of Steve Lassard right now. Uh, he's the defending champion, so he'll be out there. He'll have his belt. He'll be passing it along to whoever wins this year. Um, We've got some real nice plaques. Uh, I'm actually going to pick them up tomorrow. So uh, first through third, we'll get a nice plaque. Um, and I think first place for Angler of the Year, we'll also get a nice nice plaque as well. So it's going to be a great time. If you can make it up Thursday, we'd love to have you out there. Um, don't if, you, if you're new to the scene, don't know anybody, I think we got a couple of guys in here maybe haven't fished with us a lot, you know, text us. You know, we're, we're going to bring you in, welcome you as one of us, and we're going to be hanging out Thursday night. It's going to be a lot of fun. Friday night again. It's always a good night to hang out. We're going to be eating, eating, having a good time, and uh, 
I'm sure telling a lot of lies before Saturday. So we hope to see you out there. Uh, on another note, we'll have one more podcast this year. That'll be after the championship. That'll wrap it up for us this year as uh, me and Tyler get ready to spend some time with our families on Christmas break. And I'm sure we'll fire it back up here uh, before Minimalist Challenge. So, um, Tyler, again, thanks for everything tonight. Um, sorry to everybody out there. We had some technical issues. It seems to happen to us a little bit more often than not, but yeah, that, we're that's here. The we all of uh, trying to do it live. You know, if we were pre-recorded, it could be perfect every time. But yeah, yeah, and we may go that we may end up going to, to a pre-recorded episode uh, to, to clean things up a little bit. But right now, we're live. We will finish it off hopefully and uh, get together a new plan for next year. Um, again, we look forward to seeing you guys out there this weekend. Uh, if not, we look forward to seeing you on the Facebook group and, uh, you know, telling some more fishing stories. So good luck and uh, see some of you guys out there this weekend. Thanks.